It was 8.12 on a weekday morning, which meant that Serena Colby was negotiating with the finicky lock to her scummy butt apartment's front door. It also meant that she jumped a little at the unwelcome sound of Joey coming up behind her. And jumping a little meant Serena risked dropping either her keys or her mug of steaming Earl Grey. Drop the keys and the drawing case dragging down her shoulder would follow, and she'd just finished the Mooney account mock-ups. Drop the mug and she'd be reminded that no matter how much she loved its paprika and nutmeg swirl of color, that particular to-go cup had a loose lid, and Serena was wearing sandals. She dropped the keys, trusting her case's integrity more than her mugs. Catching the strap before her work hit the floor, Serena turned, tight-lipped to face Joey. Other ex-boyfriends would have been polite enough to pick up her keys. Of course, other ex-boyfriends would also have been polite enough to remember that Serena left her apartment at 8.12 every morning and would avoid their common hallway for the three minutes it took her to get out to her car. Or at the very least, other ex-boyfriends would have been polite enough to wait until she was done locking her apartment door before approaching. One thing that was sure about Joey, he wasn't like Serena's other ex-boyfriends. Not that she'd been stuck living two doors down from other ex-boyfriends before, so maybe she was giving the others too much credit. She counted to six before speaking, since that was the number of weeks she had left before her lease was up. When she'd regained some patience, she greeted him. Joey. He was barefoot, khakis and his work polo, but barefoot on the sticky hallway linoleum, just in case Serena thought it was coincidence that he was leaving for his store at the same time that Serena was headed out to Lanigan Printing and Advertising. Hey, I was wondering if I could borrow some coffee. I don't drink coffee, which should have been apparent after eight and a half months of dating. But you have that instant stuff in your freezer. I threw that out. On the first morning of January, actually, cursing herself for keeping it throughout December just in case it came knocking. A long, fun, revelatory New Year's Eve with her former college housemates had been the push she'd needed to get up the next morning and throw out Joey's coffee, Joey's toothbrush, and Joey's Christmas present. She'd bought it the week before he broke up with her, which she did confess to the gals. She hadn't admitted to wrapping it prettily post-breakup. In the weeks since, Serena's early rising and Joey's later working hours had kept the hallway encounters to a minimum. But every time they did meet, Serena ended up with a longer list of prohibitions about the next guy. Not younger than her, not a coffee addict, not afraid of cockroaches, not laid back about being on time, not a food mooch, not obsessed with his stupid gaming, not living in a scummy butt apartment within steps of her own scummy butt apartment. Why'd you do that? Throw it out? Because I don't drink coffee. You could have given it to me. The Brackenbridge kids were having some sort of tennis match all morning. It was a sword fight. The Brackenbridge family lived in the apartment between theirs. The walls were thin. Cammie Brackenbridge had pointed out, early in Joey and Serena's relationship, that the boys and Joey shared a bedroom wall. Serena had averted her eyes around the kids for a good long while. On the upside, Serena was petty, and the boys hated waking up at seven for school. Each whining protest about missing shoes and bad mood-induced loud game that floated on the airwaves while she got ready for work delighted her, knowing that Joey was piling pillows on his head and grumbling into his mattress about it. It was loud, and I ran out of coffee last week.
Well, you're up now. You should have time to go buy some before work. Serena retrieved her keys and finessed the lock before shouldering her drawing case again. Gotta go. Where'd you get it, though? Joey was walking alongside her. Get what? She knew, but she liked irritating him, more proof of her pettiness. The coffee. I threw it out. I mean, where'd you get it to start with? She'd told him at least twice, probably more. It was bad enough that she'd once spent a couple of hours online researching instant coffee brands, searching for something flavorful, fair trade, organic, and also available from a locally owned store somewhere in Houston. Never mind that it was at the same place where she got her olive oil and shampoo, and she might have just grabbed the coffee off their shelves without the research time. But she'd told him the whole story when he complimented the flavor.